guess what? We're in Anoki Village for Christmas! I don't know how we got here in the middle of all the other stuff we've got going on, but I'm not too worried about it. We've been pretty busy lately, so I'm excited to kick back and relax for a little holiday vacay. Oh! That's right, Sealy. Snow angels, hot cocoa, Christmas food. Ah, oh, this is the life! Um, they told me, Seals, ort, 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 ort. We will record an app, ort, 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 ort. It will have Christmas and holiday themes. And maybe if we're lucky, some ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, ort, 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 ort. Yes, Seely, get it, get it. Can we get more spot, please? Keep the fog coming. Pearl. Hey. You wake up in a cozy bed on a beautiful snowy morning. This is the life. You climb over a sleeping Sealy to look outside and you see Inoki Village covered in a fluffy layer of white powder and smell a delicious breakfast cooking downstairs. It is Christmas Eve. I knew it! She hops up out of bed. It's Christmas Eve! Everybody, wake up! Wake up! There's so much to do! Happy Holly Jolly! Sealy, Sealy! She's jumping. And the dugong flops out of bed. <laughs> and you go downstairs. Yeah. Excellent. You head down the stairs in the cozy and quaint yawning Yanma Inn. Yes. This is where I would love to stay for a holiday one day. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way downstairs where there is a breakfast awaiting. It seems as though Coconut got up a little early to help Gigi out in the kitchen. And there is a, a big old breakfast spread. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. As Coconut's bringing out a big platter of pancakes. Pearl's plate is already stacked so high. Nice. Yeah, you've got a, a nice spread. There are pancakes and waffles, toast and scrambled eggs, even Christmas cookies early in the morning. Oh, you know it. <laughs> your Coffee whole, and hot chocolate. Your whole brand. <laughs> But yeah, so Gigi has made breakfast and Luca comes downstairs as well. <sighs> comes down and still in his kind of sweatpants and pajama shirt and everything. And Tufus comes down the stairs with Zilla and a little Bjorn. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve. Oh, Merry Christmas Eve. Oh my gosh. Weird how I, I feel like it kind of just came out of nowhere. Then boom, here we were. That's in the Oki magic Village. of Christmas. Wow, how about that, huh? Elmer's making a little macaroni art in the corner. <laughs> a little Christmas tree macaroni art. She's over at the kids' table. She tries to, like, get Zilla involved. <laughs> I don't know if that's Zilla's jam, but, you know. Yeah, I think it's totally Zilla's jam. Zilla, don't, well, I guess you could put jam on the macaroni art, yeah. 
<laughs> as both of them are just getting their hands very sticky and covered in various glitter and glue and macaroni Perfect. sorts of things. Perfect. Nice. Also in the dining room is Big Mama. Via Bahama Snow, who's just, she's got like a tiny little pair of glasses on and she's reading over the paper. She's sipping on some very spiced hot chocolate. Is Danny the Delibird here? Danny is not currently here. Big Mama. Snow? Where's Danny? Snow. She gives a big shrug. How do you not know? She just lowers the glasses down a little bit and gives you that mom look. I'm sorry. Who am I to question? You're right. <laughs> I, have, I have hot cocoa on tap here. Gigi says, yeah, I'm not really sure where Danny is either. He, he's he been gone for the past couple of days. I but don't know. guys, it's Christmas Eve. Danny has to be here. What if he misses Christmas? Oh, gosh, I hope he doesn't. Guys, this is very important. Do you think maybe he'll be around later or anything? Or I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's out delivering packages or something. I don't know. Maybe. Pearl runs outside. Danny! Into the snowing snow globe. Make a perception check. Okay. I just don't want him to miss Christmas. 18. It was just a 10. Okay, so with an 18, you do not see any signs of Danny outside. You don't see that little red and white penguin looking guy. But you do see with an 18 a bit of movement in the trees on the edge of the Enoki woods. Oh, that's got to be him. She walks over. You walk over, and you do not see any other creatures there, but you do see a couple of strange pairs of footprints in the snow. Hmm. Seely. Hey, Seely, we're not making a snowman yet. Come over here. She stops rolling up this big ball of snow that she was working on. I know. I wanted to, too. I told you we would do that. (laughs) Okay, but wait. Look at this. What kind of Pokemon do you think that is? Oh, Totally. I know, right? Easy. You can make a survival check if you want to try to discern. I would like to. Nice. A natural 20. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. With a unnatural 20, you look at these two pairs of footprints, and it seems as though what was just here and has sort of tried to scurry away very quickly. But you notice that in these two pairs of footprints that there seems to be one pair that's pretty close together. They kind of like scoot through the snow a little more rather than having any sort of, you know, long steps. But it seems to be that that one is a pair of feet that's got two long claws on each foot. And then the other one seems to have much longer strides than that one. And it's two round feet that don't seem like actually foot-shaped. Seems more like, with your unnatural 20, maybe some sort of stumpy-looking thing more so. I'm a regular Sherlock Holmes over here. <laughs> well, I definitely know those those aren't Danny's footprints. Darn. Or, 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 or. Yeah, let's follow him just for the fun of it. Great idea. <laughs> As you continue looking around, you're looking around in the trees and everything and trying to see where these tracks end up. And it just seems like they're going like deeper and deeper into the woods. If you're following at a pretty quick pace, I think that at some points you see that there's some sort of things like trying to get away out ahead of you. Some sort of creatures moving throughout the forest. Oh, Seely, let's kick it into high gear. Slide me like a sled. And if it's a downhill slope or even an uphill, Pearl just hops on Seely's back. Okay. Uh, impromptu chase happens. Go ahead and make okay. an athletics check. Wow, who saw this coming so quick? We haven't even hit the five-minute mark, have we? Barely. <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too good, though. Fifteen. 
with a 15, you get a good look at these things really quick before they finally do outrun you and Seely. It seems as though they're very proficient in the snow as well. Impossible. They both seem to be very spiky creatures of some sort. One is long and lanky and green and has a sort of pointy green hat on. And the other one has all of these icicle looking things coming off of its body. And it seems as though, much like you were sledding on Seely, the long green one hopped on top of the other one as it sort of burrowed its way through the snow quickly down a hill, and they are uh, eventually out of sight. Hey, wait! I might have a Christmas present for you. I don't, but I just thought that would maybe make you say, darn it, they're out of our view. (laughs) I guess we are faster running than sledding. Who knew? (laughs) Well, Sealy, should we go back to the Yamiyama? I know, I wanted to know what those guys were, too. Let's keep going! So you want to keep on following these things? Sure. Okay. Uh, you keep on following. Pearl calls to Luca. All right. You call him up on his pokey gear. Hey, what's going on? Where'd hey, you go? Hey, will you keep my breakfast warm? I'm just kind of exploring with Seely. We're chasing two really cute Pokemon. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. Okay, thanks. Also, make sure that Elmer doesn't bathe in the glitter, okay? She likes to do that sometimes. Uh, we're about halfway too late for that right oh, now. Oh, I love it. She'll look like a Christmas ornament. Yeah. It'll be a heck of a thing to try to wash out, though. That's going to be miserable, yeah. Hey, make sure Gigi um, saves my spot for lunch, too. I don't want to miss that meal. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think she was going to go out for some groceries here in a little bit, so I don't know. Oh, ask for the Jarlsberg. Yeah, she's getting some stuff to make. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, it's mostly for dinner. It's a light lunch today and then heavy on the dinner. Oh, okay. So burn my calories now and then get ready to stock up. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You need anything else? Nah. All right, cool. See you in a little bit. Bye, Luca. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I've already wrapped your Christmas gift. Oh, great. Sorry, I got another bite of pancake. Okay, bye. Don't peek. Don't sneak. I would never. I know you want to. (laughs) Click. Okay, so as you keep on uh, continuing following these creatures, go ahead and give me a perception check. 23. With a 23, you are very easily able to follow the the very sloppy footprints of these two things as you watch them get away. They've just gotten out of sight, but you continue to follow them as it seems like they're just trying to make a loop around town. It, it, they seem like they're very obviously trying to stay in the vicinity near Enoki Village, even if they are not going into town specifically, if that they were lurking on the edge in some way. But you keep on following them. Uh, also, as you're following, you become aware that uh, behind you, there is also a little something following you. You hear the sounds of little footprints in the snow behind you. Oh, I wonder who's following us, Seely. Rum-pa-pum-pum. Little Christmas adventure. Rum-pa-pum-pum. If you take a second to look behind you, you see that one of the Snover from Big Mama's family oh. has been following behind you for a little bit. Hi. Snow. Come on. Snow, snow. Yeah, you can join us. It's been like poking his head out from behind another like <laughs> pine tree sort of thing. Snow, snow. And then sort of just waddles over towards you through the snow. Snow. And just starts looking around like, what you up to? <laughs> okay, you're definitely a detour, but you're adorable. And um, Pearl plops it also on Seatly. All right. You plop this snover onto Seely, uh, who continues just sort of flopping throughout the snow uh, as fast as she can flop. I don't think she has a very high uh, walking speed, but (laughs) you are doing your best to uh, keep up with these things. But since you had a very high perception check, you continue looking around town. And it's uh, once you get to around the windmills, actually, a familiar place to you that you uh, are able to sort of feel that the tracks are very, very fresh. 
Oh, guys, we're doing great. We're doing great. I wish there was a Christmas song I could parody about hunting and finding things, but I don't think that works. I don't think there's one that applies. We're like the three wise men searching for that star. <laughs> so as you're making your way through the snow, you, you get to where the tracks are pretty close. Are you just sort of walking up to whatever's over here? Yeah, totally. All right. We have nothing to fear. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's so much fun. Look at my mittens, Seely. Oh, I know. Don't I look adorable? <laughs> kind of like a seal. You walk up and you poke your head around behind one of these large windmill bases. Uh, and as you poke around, you see two Pokemon who look as though they were uh, just waiting for you at this point as you made it very obvious that you were not going to uh, get off of their tails. Um, Pearl just kind of boop, her head peeks out from whatever imaginary wall there is. She goes, hi, you guys look shady. (laughs) (laughs) As you round the corner, you see that these two creatures do in fact look shady. There is one that looks like a big lanky cactus in a pointy hat. And the other one looks to be, uh, well, you've seen a sand shrew before. This one looks somewhat like its regular evolved form, except that this is an icy variant. You see that it is an Alolan sand slash with these pokey icicles off of its body. The big cactus looking one is wearing like a scarf and the <laughs> Alolan sand slash has a beanie on somehow. Cute. Hi, do you guys know where Danny is? Danny the Delabird ringing some bells. We can't make, we don't want him to miss Christmas. As soon as you walk up and mention Danny, the Alolan Sand Slash puts his pokey little claws right up to your face and he says, You know Danny? Whoa, you can talk too like Danny! Yeah, that's right, we can. We're the pokey bandits and we're looking for Danny. Oh, goodness. He owes you money, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. Yeah, you could say that. The cactus pipes in. Ah, two of them! Steely just slaps herself. Boom, boom, double take. The Snover's like, Meow. <laughs> he says, yeah, he owes us uh, money, yeah. No, no, but really, what does he owe you? Christmas presents, coal? Make a persuasion check, <laughs> otherwise it's none your business. Okay. Hey, listen up. I'm 10, I'm easily, I'm very persuasive. I'm also not afraid of things. I've seen a lot tougher than you guys. <laughs> I don't know what you could possibly be referencing. I'm yeah, a really, I don't know. I'm a really tough 10-year-old. <laughs> I think you guys are actually kind of adorable. Gee, I don't know, Henry. Ah, shut up, Melvin. 18. 18? I mean, do you want coal for Christmas? Because I don't want coal for Christmas. This is the nicest I normally take these things this time of year. Normally, I'd be beating your butts by now. But, you know, I'm trying to instill that peace. I know the countdown's clocking. I normally teeter on that naughty nice list. So I'm just trying to make my way and hope to get a muck. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't you ever wanted a muck? Nah. <laughs> well, maybe one time, but... Ah, shut up, Melvin. Yeah, all right, fine. You could say that maybe we've been on the naughty list before, but we intend to get our presents anyway. Is it still holding up its little claws towards you? No, that's not how it works, guys. Uh, that's how it's going to work. No, that doesn't... No, it doesn't work like that. That's how it's going to work, and then the Alolan Slash Slash goes to try to grab you with its claws. Oh, Seely bops him out of the way, for sure. Roll initiative! Okay. <laughs> Seely ain't having none of that. Oh, no, I rolled in that one. So, with initiative rolled, Henry and Melvin, the so-called pokey bandits, uh, it seems like they're going to try to uh, do something. To me, a child. <laughs> As Henry goes to grab at you and says, all right, fine then. If Danny knows you, ha-ha, and he goes to grab you, and... Oh, no, I'm a hostage! 
That is a 19 as you are grabbed by this sand slash. Seely, I can't get stuffed into a chimney this year again. As Melvin, the cacturn, steps in front. Melvin, think this through. I know you don't want to do it, bud. With his needle arms up in front to say like, yeah, you don't want to mess with us. But so essentially, uh, he's got to move ready in case Seely tries any funny business. But then it's your turn. Oh, Seely's definitely trying funny business. She's going to headbutt Sandshrew. Okay, she'd have to get past the cack turn first. Okay, she'll headbutt him. Okay. She's got a Seely rage on her. All right. Go ahead and roll the hit with headbutt then. 14. 14 does hit. Oh, great. Just barely. 12 points of damage. All right. And as you do that, Melvin the cack turn strikes out with his spiky arms and uses revenge. Oh, geez, but that's a natural one, as appropriately, uh, he totally slips and beefs it in the snow. I know you don't want to do it, Melvin. You know this whole naughty nice thing is real. We got to take it serious this time of year. The other times of the year, we kind of slough it off, but this is the time to make it count. Go ahead and make a, your choice, either dexterity or strength check, uh, opposing the grapple of the sand true. Let's do dex. Nice. A natural 20. She goes, this might get me another call, but it will be worth it, and kicks the sand shrew to Dex out of it. Boom! Ah. Oh, jeez, that smarts! And you stumble away from it. We gotta get her! She's our ticket to get those presents! And they start to try to chase you! So you are after presents! Yeah! Wow, you guys are bad news. Are you running from them back toward the Yanning Yanma, or do you want to just fight them here? fighting them. I'm not afraid of these punks. Okay, so then back on their turns. I look at the little um, Snowvern. I say, this is our chance. We got to do this. We're fighting for justice. (laughs) I don't know if Danny's really necessarily in the right, but I want to choose that belief right now. Snow. Okay, yeah, yeah. I knew you'd be on Danny's side. (laughs) You missed him too. Oh, wow. The Snover actually just rolled to put him in initiative, and uh, he's at the top with a oh, 19, wow. so look at that. <laughs> Glad we got you in there, bud. Yeah, hey, Fight for our that. side. Hey. <laughs> nice. As the Snover goes to use a little powder snow on Melvin, the cacturn. It's a natural one, though. Oh. <laughs> As Snover's like, snap! <laughs> and is very overwhelmed very quickly. It is then Melvin's turn, who comes up towards Seely and uses needle arm. Wow, everybody. Everybody's missing. Uh, well, maybe. That's a 14 to hit Seely. Does it hit? No. Sweet. She's a 16. Whoa, Dugong. Okay, cool. Natural beauty. All right, cool. Uh, well, that is its turn. And then Henry, this Alolan Sand Slash, is going to try to use Fury Cutter. That's an 18 to hit. Uh, Yeah. That's 11 points of bug damage to Seely as it slashes out with his, with his big slicey claws. As he says, you're going to help us get those presents. You're our ticket. I've been yelling for Danny all day and he still hasn't showed up. We know he's coming. It is then your turn with Seely. Uh, well, if he's coming, then we can't leave. Let's try Signal Beam. Signal Beam. Okay, roll to hit. Oh, 19. Uh, 19 hits with a Signal Beam, yeah. So on a natural attack roll of 19, the beam confuses the target. Dang, which one? What are you going after? Let's go after this Sandshrew because we haven't gotten a good hit on him. All right, cool. Roll your damage. 12 points. 12 is going to be halved to six points of damage oh, as known. this Pokemon resists bug moves. But is it confused? But it is confused, even so. So that is Seelie's turn. As again, these two Pokemon who seem to be uh, quite nefarious are going to try to come after the both of you all again. But Snover's going to try another Powder Snow. Seelie, you know it's time to run if they start to do alleyway dance moves. If the cacturn had hands, he'd be snapping. No! 
Snover doesn't have huge bonuses to hit, so that's only an 11. So that misses as it's still, it's just doing its best. It's just a, it's just a sweet little just tree. No. It's just a sweet little tree. <laughs> try him. Good try, buddy. Snow. Yeah, yeah, keep going. You're going to get somewhere. It's then Melvin's turn again, who tries to do another needle arm attack on Seely. That's an unnatural 20 to hit. Uh-uh. As that is 22 points of grass damage. Boom, as it brings the hammer down. Wow, these guys are stronger than I thought. But we do resist grass. So you take 11 points of grass damage. As Henry then goes for another Fury Cutter. And that is a 21 to hit. And as it is hit on consecutive turns, the dice damage is doubled. As that's 11 points of bug damage. And that is their turns. Seely, let's start to make some more progress. Let's do Blizzard. Okay, dex saves for both of them. That is a 16 for the Alolan Sand Slash, but a 3 for the Cacturn. 21. It's going to be halved and halved again as the Alolan Sand Slash does resist ice. Knew it. To 5 points of damage, but it is doubled as the Cacturn is weak to ice, taking 42 points of ice damage. Did not like that. Did not like that at all target that fails the save by five or more becomes frozen. Yep. Okay, so he's definitely frozen because he rolled a three. Uh, so, Melvin the Cactur... Hey, uh, hey, Henry. I'm kind of stuck. Tell us, why do you want Danny? We told you. We want those presents. But you don't deserve them. Hey, 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 hey. Slicey here. Slicey. <laughs> Snover is still doing his doing his best. Seely. Or... Do you think Danny's working for a bigger present guy than I, than just himself? Because I thought he was just going to the Pokemon and getting presents, but like, what if he's, what if he's working for the big show? The big hot? <gasps> the man! Oh, oh. She holds his cheek. This could be the most important mission we've ever been on in our whole lives. Headbutt! <laughs> it's not our turn. At the end of Melvin's turn, let's see if he's still frozen. Oh, hey! Actually isn't. That's a 17. As he breaks out of that ice, he's like, ah, shenanigans. But then <laughs> it is the sand slash's turn. And a 19 will hit Seely. Wait, what about the little sand snow snowburn? Snowver missed oh, <laughs> with another powder buddy. snow. It's okay. He's got a very low bonus okay. to hit. He's trying. But that is a total of 20 points of bug damage from the Fury Cutter as it continues to just slash and slash. Determined to get its little claws on these presents wherever Danny may be. But then it is back to your turn. Okay, let's do headbutt again on the sand shrew, but then bonus action ice shard on the cactus. Okay, roll to hit. Headbutt is unnatural 20. Ice shard is 23. Both hit. Headbutt was 11 points of damage. As the headbutt makes contact, the Alolan Sandshrew releases a metal burst. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Seely takes how many points did you say from headbutt? 11. She takes 11 points of steel damage. Yeah. Okay, um, Cactus is taking eight points of ice damage. Oh, nice. Eight is going to be double to 16 points of damage. Which one is confused? Oh, the Sand Slash. Who's going to be confused on his next turn because I forgot about it on that one. <laughs> Back up at the top with Snover once more. This time, I feel it. It's happening. Yeah, Aww, there we go. There you go, bud. With an 18 total, hits Melvin the Cacturn with Good. a Powder Snow attack. Good. 
Whoa, look at you. Max damage for the Snover, as that is uh, 14 super effective points of ice damage. Wow, we waited a while, but he came in handy. Nice. Does it KO him? He is like deep in the red. And on his turn, Melvin says, you know what, Henry? I've had about enough of this. We got to get out of here. Let's go. Let's go. No. He tries to like pull the sand shrew away as the sand shrew's like, nah, just slashing. <laughs> he is unsuccessfully trying to pull the sand slash away as Henry the sand slash is just swinging his claws around wildly, breaking his fury cutter streak. But then it is your turn once more. Okay. Um, Seely, we can't let them get away with this. Let's try Surf in bonus action Ice Shard. Okay, so Dex saves for Surf. Nope. Both miss. A one and an eight. Ooh, I got a nat 20 on Ice Shard. Nice. Seven points of damage for Ice Shard. Double to 14. And then 15. With that, as the Ice Shard hits Melvin, who says, ow! And then this large burst of water from this Surf attack hits them. They're like washed deeper, deeper into the forest uh, as Melvin is definitely KO'd uh, and the confused Henry is swept away with him as he's like, we're going to get those presents. Oh, we were too effective. <laughs> we have the strength of Titans. Oh, what it is to live in our shoes. The woes that none know except this little Snowvern sees that when we try to step like that of the graceful dove, we resound more like the ginormous giants that we are. Snap. <laughs> Silly, whoa, Danny's in a lot more trouble than I thought. Or, or, or. Now I really want to make sure he makes it to Christmas. Or, or. Let's try to call him on my Pokedex. Or, or, or. Wow, we should have started there, huh? I don't think he has a Pokegear. <laughs> Who am I calling? You're like, why isn't there a phone number, like a little phone icon next to his Pokedex entry? That's weird. I know. What good is this thing for? I know. I'm sorry. What was that? What? 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 What good are you for? I am not a phone. <laughs> You're not? Why can't we combine technology? Make it an all-one platform. Easy to serve. I am Bluetooth compatible. She wants to check it, but she doesn't. <laughs> okay, Seely. Um, what do you think we should do? And she gestures back toward Anoki Village. Okay, let's do it. Maybe we can retrace his steps. She rubs her little tummy. You had breakfast, right? Or? Did you? Or, 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 or. I'm kind of hungry, too. Let's get lunch. Okay, you go back for lunch. Uh, you head back to the yawning Yanma. Uh, as you've been uh, outside for a little while, you come back and you're definitely a little cold and wet from all of those shenanigans. <laughs> As you walk inside and start to try to dry yourself off, warm up a little bit, there's a little fire in the fireplace, and Big Mama sees the Snover come in, and she's like, Snow? Yeah, we were up to no good, but that's because Danny is missing, and I think he's in trouble. Elmer rolls over to us in a glitter, glitter path. <laughs> she and Zilla are both just they look like they are Christmas presents. They are <laughs> glittered. They're like covered in bows and like... Elmer's just kind of trying to run up to Pearl and show off. And then she realized how wet Pearl is. And she's like, mm, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. And there is a trail of glitter behind them both. <laughs> Guys, I'm freezing. I know you feel great. Let's get some blankets up in here stacked. And Gigi comes out. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. Come here. And, and they give you some you know, blankets and things and help you dry off. I get Fanta out. You do? Fanta, will you sit on my feet? Ah! 
You just steam. That's much better. <laughs> so, guys, family meeting. I think something's up with Danny. I don't think it's okay, Snow Mama. Snow? I know, Big Mama. How dare me? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, even your little mountain buddy came in to tell us. And she pulls out, you know, shows this Snowvern mini one. Oh, you mean her son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is really weird. What, you said these things are like looking for Danny? Yes, they are trying to get his presence. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Well, I was going to say he doesn't seem like a guy who would, you know, make enemies, but then I realized that maybe that's not correct. Big mama? <laughs> Gigi at this point has come out of the kitchen and she's like in her coat and everything. And uh, they say, well, I have to run to the store. Uh, whatever's going on with Danny, I, I hope he's okay. But we've got a bunch of company coming over for this dinner tonight. So um, tell you what, you guys, uh, if you can just hold down the fort here, I'm just going to go to the store. I'll be back in a little Gigi, while. this is a terrible mistake. Last time someone said hold down the fort, we blew up the house. Did I say that out loud? Bye. We'll see you later. I've got to get all of the ingredients to make wait, Christmas wait, dinner. Wait, wait, When was the last time she runs back outside? Gosh, it's cold. When was the last time you saw Danny? Oh, it was a couple days ago. He said he had to run some errands. Okay, um, maybe I'll check in with the professors. Okay, bye. Bye. Can pick up the spicy mustard. Noted. <laughs> Do you stay here and continue to dry off and warm up for a little bit? Yeah, okay. actually, Celie needs to heal up. You can easily take a short rest here okay, cool. while you warm up for a little bit. Great. As you are warming yourself by the fireplace in the dining room, back in some cozy clothes and whatnot, before too long, there is like a sound of scuffling outside as the door handle jingles, the door flies open. <gasps> <gasps> All right, come on. Danny bursts through the door with his big sack of presents and shuts the door behind him and he like peeks out the window and then ducks under the window. Danny! <sighs> hey, hey, yeah. You're back! We were so nervous about you! Celie gives him a huge hug. Yeah. All right, I think I lost him. I think I lost him. The sand shrew and the cactus? Yeah. Yeah, they're after you, man. We tried to battle them. They're tough. Yeah, they're tough guys. They were trying to steal my presents. What are you doing with those presents? Why do they want them? Well, they want them because they're on the naughty list, and they never get good presents, so they try to steal the good presents. Been there. Never sank that low. <laughs> She sips her cocoa. Well, I, I know, know that you struggle. Didn't. I know you didn't. <laughs> All right. Wait, hey, 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 yeah. hey, Danny. What? Danny. Um, these presents wouldn't have to have a certain logo from the North Pole, if you know what I mean. A wink. I don't know what you're talking about. Danny, is there a muck in there for me? I, <laughs> I cannot transport those across state lines. She said yes. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa This is a big deal, this is the biggest deal This is the most important mission we've ever Everyone at the Cuddle Bunch, assemble! Cuddle Bunch, assembles <gasps> Who specifically is here today? It is, we're going with OGs It's a little one-off, so Love it's it. Coco, Fanta, Seely. Nice, Coco, Fanta, Seely. Elmo's around Elmo's around too, yeah, it's her first Christmas So we're definitely playing that up Yes, for, for sure. sure, for sure she uh, immediately dresses the team in all black with little, like, war paint and the tiny little Home Alone beanies that the one guy wears. Yes, yeah. like the one that the Sand Slash is wearing? Yes, guys. <laughs> we cannot, under any circumstances, let Danny get out of our sight. These are one of the most important missions we've ever been on. These presents are from the North Pole. And if we miss this Legal up... Legally, I have to say that we don't know that for certain. And if we mess this 
up, we could be on the naughty list for the rest of our lives, let alone ruin Christmas for so many other people. I know it's hard to talk about this in front of Elmer. I get it. But as a mother, I must. So, who's with me? We will protect Danny, and we will protect Christmas. Oh, no. Ratsy. Yeah, what she said. Ah, salute, attend, hunt. Danny, our troops are at your command. All right, now listen, listen. I, I deal with these guys every year, every year, ever since the first time they got on the naughty list, back when they were a little sand shrew and cacnea, they've been trying to steal my presents. We go through this every year. They are relentless. The only way to get them off my trail so that I can continue to deliver my presents like I'm supposed to from wherever they come from. Uh-huh. It's not by just battling them. It's not that easy because these guys are these guys are relentless. No, the only way to keep them from stealing my presents is by creating a series of convoluted traps. <gasps> Say no more. He sounded like Luca too much. The only way to keep them from trying to steal my presents is by creating a series of convoluted traps. <gasps> Say no more. Enter montage. Dun, 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 dun. We chop down a Christmas tree. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, 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 dun. We get some paint cans. We spill all of our toys. Elmer lays a trap of glitter and glue. <laughs> Big Mama sneaks into a closet. Um, <laughs> what else? We roll up Fanta in a rug. Um, <laughs> We montage, we montage all well, these all things. All the while, Christmas music is happening. The Snover is following along and helping with the things. We home alone this house. Oh, we nice. We home alone <laughs> this yawning yama. We home alone this inn. You home alone the yawning yanma. This is the coolest thing ever. I'm psyched. Gigi comes back with all the groceries G-G, and they're don't like, sit down there. Oh, Gigi, okay, can okay. you go get up, uh, go to the really expensive grocery store and take another two hours? Um, I mean, I got every. I got to start on dinner here in just a little bit. Start at the professor's home, I beg of you. What? This what? is for your own good. And she starts to push her out. Bro, Check out Miguel. Bro, what is happening? Start cooking in Miguel's kitchen. Start prepping there. It's for your own good. Make a persuasion check <laughs> to keep Gigi out of the kitchen. What a task. I rolled a 15. Uh, plus 6. 21. <sighs> this is for Christmas. This is for everyone. It's not just for me. <sighs> This is very stressful. And then Danny calls out, No, it's very, very serious. Oh, Danny, you're back. Yes, I'm back, and I am deep in it this time. You're blowing our cover right now. You're standing in the doorway. Go. Okay, fine, 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 fine. I'll go to the lab. I'll go to the lab. I'll call you when we're ready. Okay, fine. I'll just have to bring everything over in the Tupperware. It's fine. You're a caterer, kind of. (laughs) That was my Christmas gift to you, catering. (laughs) (laughs) Little catering trays. A catering trolley. <laughs> you have convinced Gigi to go start the meal prep over at the lab while you deal Thank with these shenanigans. Goodness.
Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this special Christmas episode of Postcards from Pearl. We are so happy to be bringing this one-off adventure to you, and we hope that it gives you a little boost of holiday cheer. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out the Pact of the Bells set. Danny Delabird is here to tell you all about it. The holiday spirit is a powerful but merciful patron. In exchange for spreading cheer and glad tidings amidst the chaos of the world, you are granted passive jolly buffs to deck the party and at-will use of the catapult spell if you need to hit opponents with a jingle bell rock. Good luck, you festive warlocks. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using the promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you are a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you would like to give us a little boost, please go over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us. We read every review that comes in and that would just be the best Christmas present of all. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you would like to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. A very merry shout out and thank you to our newest patron, Lars. We are so thankful for all of you Patreon supporters. You really do help make it possible possible for us to keep this show running, which is the other greatest Christmas gift of all. If you'd also like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash quest company podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Questco Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that's especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Go check them out at PodiconGo.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thanks to Glitch X City for Diamond and Pearl Route 216 remix. A bunch of the Pokemon Christmas medleys. Haoli City, Icarus City, and Sir Chester. Thank you to Ovenrake for their rendition of Deck the Halls. Thanks to Fluid Vault for Okomokami Manuel. Thank you to Brett Moots for All I Want for Christmas is You. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing those holly jolly ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to these Christmas shenanigans. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr.
flash forward to a little while from now, once all of the pranks and, and traps have been set. Okay, I would like to say we changed it up. Here's one of the traps. We have um, scented the whole kitchen like that of warmed baked cookies. Sure. Like delicious, delicious cookies. Yes, it is the smell of nice Christmas cookies and also of coquito, which is like a uh, like a coconut eggnog. Oh, I love that. Okay, um, so it smells like wonder, wonder, wonder in this home, and we will sneak Fanta in the in the oven. Okay, Fanta's in the oven, and I will set a timer. Okay. okay. The oven is not on. That was a very important detail. <laughs> but we wanted to look like the oven on. So there's a timer and the oven lights on too. Okay, so you're hoping to sort of lure them in with the smell of these cookies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, and then I imagine there's a staircase leading up and there's kind of like a hidden balcony in the inn. Like you walk up the staircase and then it opens to a big balcony. Sure. Okay, cool. So um, on that big balcony, we have done the classic rigging of paint cans Sure. for me to throw down because that's Pearl's dream. Sure. But then we also have Dwayne hanging by the tip of his tail. <laughs> okay, Dwayne, stay nice and sturdy right here, okay? As you see, just little cracks in the ceiling where he's hanging. Yes, perfect. <laughs> And then, well, okay, Elmer is now the Christmas angel on top of the tree, incognito. Great. And Zilla's underneath the tree. She's disguised like a Jirachi star on top (gasps) of the tree. Oh, yeah, perfect. And then Seely. Yeah, and Zilla's lurking underneath. (laughs) Yes. Seely's in the basement flooding it. Seely's flooding the basement? (laughs) Well, Seely's ready to flood the basement. I see. Yeah. Very different. Just for Gigi. That one's just for Gigi, but we all know what the image really looks like. Oh, my gosh. And then last but not least. Celie's downstairs just eating some fried sweet plantains, just waiting. You know those really nice, like, carpeted stairs that have the beautiful metal beams on the, like, pushed back to the edge of the stairs to keep the carpet in place? Sure. Fettuccine is laying flat and still like one of the rings on the carpet on the stairs. She's pushed push back lying as still as she can. Yeah, She's very long, so she's kind of like looping around a few stairs. She's like the Christmas garland <laughs> around the stairs. You've just got garland wrapped around Dratini, who's wrapped around yeah. the banister. And that's who I have out right now. It's one extra, but Celie's non-combatant. I don't think she'll really get too much action. Is Coco doing anything? Like, kind of was sad that it couldn't cook with Gigi. <laughs> Did Coco go to the grocery store? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Let's have Coco. Oh, Coco. Coco is behind the doorknob, and it has its tail stuck into the little, like, keyhole. Oh, to zap the doorknob. Yes. Ah. Is everybody ready? All of the Pokemon noises, yes. Okay, guys, just think of it like a surprise party, but for Christmas. Danny? Our troops are at your command. Excellent. All right, so we're going to need bait. So what if you two and I can be somewhere where we can watch, but I still have got the real presents just in case. But then, and he looks at the Snover, but this one, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, Kevin, the Snovern. (laughs) Perfect. We'll give him a fake bag. And so we, you can tell him whatever order you want him to try to go around, and he, can, and he can lure him into all the traps. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Great thinking. Okay. Okay. So, Danny, you stay with the real bag. 
Um, Luca, me, you, and Kevin, let's pretend to build a snowman outside. All right, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds okay, good. Great. Sounds good. See you can come to you. Hey, quick, give me, give me, a, give me a trap for Tufus slash any of Teen Squad. Basically, what's about to happen is we'll see how many of these pranks and traps go successfully. And if you can uh, KO these pokey bandits via your traps, you will have succeeded in driving them away. I love it. Um, you know when, I think Toothus is kind of with Scylla underneath the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. but you know how Kevin breaks all the Christmas ornaments for yes. glass on the feet? Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of hiding underneath the rug and will let their teeth be their glass. <laughs> Toothus is just waiting under to a chomp. window next to the tree with his yes. mouth open. Yeah, ready to chomp. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Mikey is the equivalent of the tarantula that's loose. We don't even know where he is right now, but But we know he wants to help. Mikey is somehow the truly terrifying (laughs) equivalent of the tarantula. Yes. Yes. And Big Mama, as you said, is uh, just hiding in a closet. Yes. It's a tight squeeze. (laughs) So... As all is quiet and the traps are set, all of the various Pokemon are in their different places. Q and Luca and Danny go outside to, air quote, build a snowman. Mm-hmm. Okay. You go out. Uh, give me a performance check. I just rolled a natural 20. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like Claymation Winter Wonderland. Like the old, It's like the old Rudolph Christmas special. I think Celia and I get really into it, honestly. I think we've been wanting to do this for a long time during this trip and finally now have the opportunity. Yes, you do. And Kevin loves it. Oh, Kevin's having a great time. We're building little pockets for Kevin to sit in. We're building like a whole little statue for him, a little castle throne of ice. (laughs) Yes, you are definitely doing that. We turn and look, and Luke has just started his first snow person, and we've built a whole coliseum. It's like, how do you do that so fast? It's ice, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But as you all are doing that, so it's you and Seely and Luca and Kevin the Snover. And then also Danny are out here and just pretending yeah. as though nothing, you have no idea what's going on. I mean, me and Celie honestly kind of get a little distracted because we do get very invested. But yes. the guys are a little more on edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is the the fake bag of presents just sort of sitting there, tantalizing. But the real bag is inside for Danny to grab once you guys, you know, make a run for it. Can we say that Big Mama has the big bag? Yeah. Cool. With your very high passive perception and the fact that literally every time I've tried to roll stealth for them this whole time, it's been quite bad. (laughs) We know their voices. We know their tracks. Yes. Uh, You (laughs) hear a little bit of rustling in the bushes (gasps) and and you see... Just like Home Alone, the big church bells rise and we see that beautiful mac and cheese meal. You do. (laughs) Somewhere Gigi is like, I've just made the best mac and cheese in my life. Oh my gosh. Gigi is over at the lab in the kitchen with, you know, professors Hemlock and Spruce and Miguel or like the sous chefs uh, as Gigi is the head chef and going around working on all kinds of things. Miguel is helping uh, with the pernil. Gigi's working on some pastels. Professor Hemlock's working on some arroz con dulce. Uh, There's tostones and there's, there's flan. There's all kinds of things happening in this lab. <laughs> As Gigi is telling each of them, like, oh, make sure you stir that. Hey, get that out of the oven. You know, do this and that, directing over there. When the, the bells ring and the, their eyes begin to um, sneak up, Pearl says, this is our inn, and we have to defend it. <laughs> Did you just Google just a big list of Home know. Alone quotes? I don't know what he says specifically. <laughs> Next to that mac and cheese, it was going to drive me crazy. Ah. During the midst of the montage, when you were getting back in your warm clothes, you do the... 
face. Oh, you know it. Me and Celia, I was like, Celia, should I get a little more spiffy for the Christmas season? Maybe try a new look. How about this lotion Gigi has? (laughs) You just do the full thing. So you have seen their little eyes, the scarfed cacturn and the beanie-wearing sand shrew poking their heads out of the bushes. And as far as they know, you haven't seen them at all with your very high performance check. So it seems like they are, you know, getting ready to to pounce out as they see that there is this this bag of presents on the ground. The air quote, nobody's paying attention to. Uh, 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 uh. And you you notice that they are about to try to leap out and try to grab the bag. So what do you do? I notice. Oh, yeah. No, they they roll very low stealth. You see them out of the corner of your eye, but you're pretending as though you do not see them. Okay, Kevin, let's pick up the presents and get ready to go inside for the magical meal Gigi made for us. Snap. Wink. Wink. Snap. Snap. (laughs) And I hope Kevin picks up the presents and gets ready to run. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin has been properly informed of the plan, the fact that he is, in fact, the bait. Uh, who they will be chasing throughout the house to the places that you have specified while the rest of you are guarding the actual presence. Wow, his mom is Catherine O'Hare. That's what I just realized. Yep. (laughs) Correct. Amazing. (laughs) Except she's not like, you know, in a bus with, you know, some sort of, you know, uh, polka-based gym leader. (laughs) Oh, wow. I would love that gym. (laughs) Okay. You all get ready to go inside. And as the bag of presents is picked up, there's like a... Like a movement back down into the bushes of like, oh, man. Now that somebody's picked up the presents, like, okay, can't, can't, can't pounce yet. You all walk inside, and you do not hear anything yet. But Kevin just sort of looks out the window and <laughs> waves at the two figures who are currently running towards the door. Oh, they're going to the door. Go, go, get ready. Ratsy. And he touches his tail to the doorknob and zzz, begins to charge it up. Has a little thunder shock, just sort mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, uh, powering up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, where are you going to with Danny and Luca? I thought we went in the house. Yes, you're in the house, but like, where in the house are you going to? Because like, oh, my understanding, we need to hide. my yes. understanding okay. was that you guys are getting out of sight while I'm while Kevin in, leads them around. Yeah, I'm going into the kitchen cabinet with Seely. We're going to eat snacks while this happens. Great. So Celie's not in the basement anymore then. <laughs> no, Celie. Well, no. Okay. I guess so. Celie's in the basement. Okay. Ready to flood it if we need to. Nice. Um, I'm in the kitchen with me and Luca. We both run into the kitchen. Nice. You and Luca both run into the kitchen. Go ahead and make stealth checks. 14. Okay. A 14. And for Luca? It was 11 plus whatever. Plus like seven. Great. Oh, wow. Great. He's stealthy. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. 18. Nice. So you all hide in some cabinets, and man, it smells so good in here. I start to munch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I start to snack. You're munching on some snacks. There was like some spare flan in the fridge. Oh, it smells so good in here, Gigi. <laughs> Pearl looks up to the heavens and goes, Santa, if this doesn't work, please know I tried as hard as I could. <laughs> Keep me on that nice list. Steph worked so hard. And she eats more snacks. You're eating snacks in the cabinet. Outside, we see Henry and Melvin as the Alolan Sandshrew looks up at the cacturn and says, with a claw up in the air toward the cacturn, now I told you, they have no idea we're here this time. So this time, we're going to get those presents. And it reaches toward the doorknob, and I'm not going to make you roll the hit because he just touches the doorknob. Roll the damage for coconuts. Which attack was it? Something electric, I know. It's a thunder uh, shock. You tell me whichever electric attack he used, thunder shock or thunderbolt or whatever it was. Essentially, for whatever each of these pranks is, tell me which move you want it to be. Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Roll the thunderbolt damage then. 
17. 17 points of damage to the sand slash as he reaches to grab it with his claw and does the whole like getting picked up into the air and being shocked and we see the little skeleton and then back to regular and then back to the skeleton and he falls to the ground with just like a little sizzle. Okay. Well, seems like maybe they had a better idea of what we were doing than I thought. Well, yeah, Henry, it's, it's probably because, you know, we had a big old conflict earlier. Yeah, but I wasn't anticipating that. We gotta find another way inside. Kevin just taps the window. Shows off a present. Snap. A little wrapped box as, oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, tell you what. I'm gonna try to pick the lock with this. And he holds up one of his pokey claws on his hand. He says, I'm gonna try to get this window latch open. You step in. Is this by the Christmas tree? This is by the Christmas tree. Perfect. As Tufus is just like waiting with these so icy excited. crystals. Icy crystals just forming around his teeth. And Zilla is too, right? She just, I just imagine she has her mouth wide open as well. Following his sleep. Yeah. As the window slowly opens and this long cactus-like leg steps in and the other sort of stumpier sand slash leg also steps in. Wow, yep, natural 17 and natural 18. As Tufus's ice fang and Zilla's bite <laughs> both connect. Love it. I imagine they do such a cartoon step in, both with at the same time with the lead and foot. Yeah, it's like stepping into a bear trap. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and then once they begin to writhe in pain, Elmer's going to hop down from the Christmas tree and just go, Little glitter bomb. Glitter bomb. That's a saying on my family during Christmas time. If you open up a specific type of Christmas card or Christmas present, you get glitter bombed. <laughs> As Zilla's bite does nine points of dark damage to the sand slash, and Tufus's sand slash does a super effective 34 points of ice damage to the cacturn. As they both, oh, and they just start running around with like, <laughs> what attack is Elmer using? It's not a very effective attack, but I just think it's this right thing to do because she's as the little Christmas star uh, slash Jirachi star. She uh, is going to use Morning Sun and try to blind him. Ooh, okay. I'll make con saves for both uh, of them. It's actually, yeah, okay, yeah. Wow, a natural six and two oh, as gosh. both of them ow, ow, uh, just sort of like uh, with their eyes uh, just totally blinded by the light, as Manfred Mann said. Both stumble around, and as they stumble, uh, Tufus picks up Zilla and uh, Elmer in both of his arms and, and runs off while they cannot see. Oh, perfect. They both rub their eyes and adjust back as they're like, ah. Where'd that snover go? And which direction was Kevin running? Uh, towards the kitchen. Towards the kitchen. He pokes his head around the doorframe as snover with a little cookie. Munching on that little cookie. And then he runs into the kitchen as they follow. Does he go hide in the kitchen somewhere? Or yeah. He... Go ahead and make a stealth check for Kevin. Okay, come on, Kev. Oh, just an eight. Well, let's see how perceptive these fellows are. He might just are. be sitting on the counter eating those cookies. He might have gotten distracted. Yeah, with a, with a 19, they see that he, he, he did in fact get distracted <laughs> and is just reaching to grab something from the cookie jar. But that counter is very close to the oven as they have come up and are going to reach at him as, as the hand slasher says, yeah, now you gotta hand those presents over as he starts reaching out with those grubby claws of his. Oh, Fanta hears it and immediately, like a little cuckoo clock, but from an oven, pops out of the door. With a fiery burst from the oven. Which one is he trying to hit? Uh, Snover. Slam, slam, snow slash. 
sand slash? Yeah. Nice. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, natural 19. Ooh. 20 points of damage. Oh, 20, double to 40, super effective points of fire damage. Hoo! As that flame charge happens, it definitely singes the top spike yes! of this Alolan Sand Slash uh, with this flame charge. And he's like, it is just steaming and smoking as he, ah! and runs back outside to dip his head into the snow. But as he lets out that scream, he lets out a metal burst. But his attack is going to miss. Oh, bud. I do believe <laughs> with disadvantage uh, on the metal burst, he just screams and runs outside. As Melvin's like, oh, no. <laughs> the Sandshrew dunks his head outside as Fanta can get one more attack attempt at the uh, Cacturn before he runs away into a different room. As he starts to run, and Fanta aims for his butt. <laughs> okay, roll to hit. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Oh, great. I imagine Fanta tries to chase it too, but it just loses it. Oh, wow. 12 plus 8. 20. 20. Double to 40. Super effective points of ice damage as with this fiery kick right to the butt. <laughs> the cacturn is propelled outside and lands in his bottom in the snow. Yes. Just as the sand slash brings his head out. That top spike definitely looks a little shorter. After all the commotion, me and um, Luca come out of our cabinet hiding spots. I have a ton of cookies, and I grab Kevin, and I move him upstairs to the next safe spot. You start moving up the stairs. Yes. And as the cacturn uh, is sort of just like wiggling his butt around in the snow, like, oh, man. Oh, wow. Come on, we got to get back in there. Come on. Why do I look like a Mr. Mind? Do you give it? Come on. <laughs> this isn't funny. <laughs> They rush back inside quickly uh, in pursuit of Snover, who they see like, Snover! As he goes around the edge of the stairs to whatever rooms are upstairs, and they start following up the stairs. Who's doing something to them as they go up the stairs? Um, Kevin pops out, Snover! And the first paint can, pew! And then doom, 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 doom. <laughs> there's just a barrage of paint cans swings down, and they're like trying to duck out of the way, and then also, <laughs> Dwayne swings down. Like a grandfather clock, he does. What is this, like rock throw or something? Yeah, definitely. And he's the rock that we're throwing. Yes, this makes sense. As a bunch of paint cans and also Dwayne swing down at them, <laughs> roll the hit. 15. 15 hits the cacturn. So okay, go ahead and so roll your damage. One. That's yeah. okay. 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. As all of these paint cans and Dwayne's big rock body smash down and knock the cat turn over again. While it did not hit the sand slash, it did slip trying to avoid them and landed just on his back at the bottom of the stairs as he looks up and he's like, are you? Perfect. At the bottom of the stairs, I yell, Big Mama! What do you want her to do? I want her to sit on him. Is that acceptable? Yeah, I'm going to flavor it. Uh, I'm going to say that it's an ice punch, but she sits on him. There we go. And uh, she does, <laughs> dealing 17 points of ice damage to the sand slash as it worms its way out from under her and starts trying to run up the stairs once again. It did not like that, though. Yeah, I'm going to try one more can of paint. <laughs> Misses. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, uh, Pearl starts panic. Look, uh, we didn't set up enough traps up here. Oh, geez. All right. Um. <laughs> <gasps> Perfect, Mikey! 
And, and um, Pearl and Luca kind of run with Kevin to the next spot, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to try to get away out while uh, we leave this to Mikey. Nice. And as Mikey swoops down upon the cacturn, who's looking very, very bad, and also the Sandslash, who is looking bad. It seems as though both of them are having a very bad time. I think that as Mikey fades into the ether for a moment, his haunter body takes on a more like shadowy, spidery form. He climbs down. As Cacturn is still on the ground, he's on top of it as he goes to strike out with that shadow punch, which is unavoidable. Oh, wow. It just hits. You know what? It's unavoidable because Marv is like, Sand, uh, no slash, don't move. Oh, Holding mean, a crowbar. You mean uh, Henry's like, Melvin, Melvin, don't move. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's unavoidable. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is 14 points of ghost damage as Mikey bites down with these shadowy spider fangs and then hops off as thunk. Whoa. The crowbar also comes down. <laughs> and then just before Mikey scurries away into the shadows. He unleashes his curse. What's his curse? Oh, knock, knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive the other reindeer. Ah! (laughs) It hurt me too, guys. As Mikey in his ghostly spider form scurries into the shadows, they look completely battered and in a very, very rough way. As Big Mama is also just looking like, you really want to do that? Yeah, right? <laughs> she's not stopping him, but she's like, do you really want to do that? So Big Mama's on the front staircase, and I like to imagine that there is like a hallway where the uh, guests stay, but then we know where Gigi's room is. Yes. And Gigi's room actually has a staircase down to the kitchen. You know how sometimes like houses have stairways one way up? Mm-hmm. It was like that one house we toured, um, and one way down into the kitchen. Yeah. So we go back down into the kitchen and start heading down to the basement where Celie is. Nice. So we run, they notice where we're running, and I feel like they follow. Yes, they follow. And as they follow, who else, who is in wait? Seely, downstairs in the basement. Seely's downstairs in the basement, ready to just push them back up the stairs and out. Yeah. Nice. So. They try to escape Big Mama. Yes, they try to escape Big Mama, so they follow you, and they start heading down the stairs into the basement. But you all are already down there, waiting as Seely. Well, first off, they start to come down. Yes. I hit him with a shovel. <laughs> Roll to <the> hit. <laughs> This is gonna get me on the naughty list. Oh, I only have an eight. <laughs> I whiff it with the shovel. You try to hit the sand slash with the shovel, but he just catches it in his very sharp claws. But he's wide open to whatever it is that Celia was about to do. Surf! <laughs> nope, nine. Nope, eight. <laughs> As both of them. <laughs> right into Big Mama's arms. Right into Big Mama's arms, who. <laughs> just catches them both and then chucks them both out the front door. Yay! We did it! All right, all right, all right! As Danny Delabird is like doing a little happy dance with his little bird body. Way to go, Kevin! Snap! (laughs) Oh, wow, that was great! Way to go, everybody! We saved the Christmas presents, everyone! Lots of Pokemon celebratory noises. (laughs) Fettuccine's like, phew, I was so nervous. (laughs) Fettuccine comes off the st- off the garland. Oh, I was so nervous. I knew it. I knew we could do it, guys. Wow, yeah. Uh, I was really worried about that for a second. It was for more than a second. For most of that, I was very stressed. <laughs> Pearl calls Gigi. 
Uh, hi, is everything okay? The home is safe. We're ready. Is it in shambles? No, but we are going to use the time that you are bringing the food over to clean up. Just more glitter. Promise. And a little bit of water damage, but it's nothing. Okay. Relatively nice. <laughs> it smells great still. I'll be over in 20. Thanks, Gigi. <laughs> Guys, we got a Christmas miracle on our hand. Let's clean up. As there is quite the large mess. Yeah, things in shambles for sure. <laughs> Big Mama summons up the rest of her Snover children. Yes. Uh, who, like little elves. <gasps> oh, man. Okay, so. Come we, and help you all with the cleanup. We clean up the house, but I imagine me and Coconut start to set up the table. Yes. And I say, Coconut, I have a great idea. Ready. And there's a kitchen. Um, so we get the table to look as big as the Whoville table. Yes. And it winds out into the snow backyard mm -hmm. for Big Mama and all of her children to eat outside in the snow. Love it. Yeah. And so it starts with our picturesque dining room table. And can we invite Miguel and the professors and everybody? Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. This was a whole big shindig. So that's, you know, that's our spot. But then it does wind out into the snow. Nice. For, for all this. Uh, and even Celie might pop in there a little bit, too. With the help of the Snover, you all manage to clean up the yawning Yanma as Gigi makes their way back to the inn with all of the food also being carried by, you know, Professors Hemlock and Spruce and also Miguel and also Vigoroth has some stuff in his big hands and Skipper is sort of just walking blank-faced through the snow. Balancing a pie on its head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, as they all come back and Gigi says, oh, wow. I'm actually, I'm kind of shocked that it, it wow, okay. And look at the table. Whoa. It's perfect for all of us now. That's fantastic. And she sets the table with all of the various foods and things. Uh, all of the uh, aforementioned Christmas goodies for this big old Christmas dinner. And the professors are there. Miguel's come over. Caitlin comes over. There's a knock on the door. Lewis pops in. I knew in. it. I knew it. <laughs> well, uh, hi, Louie. Oh, hey, Pearl. Hey, Luca, how's it going? And Luca comes up and gives him a big old hug. And then also at the door, you see a Hawaiian shirt and an eye patch. <gasps> really? Hey, kiddo. Dad? Hey, Pearl. Hi! Big barrel hug, not letting go. Ugh. You know we had to come into port. It's Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dad. Merry Christmas, Pearl. Let's get a pina colada. Well, now hold on. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that, but <laughs> only for spe me specifically. Come on, Dad. Listen, let's do it. <laughs> and and Ron comes everybody. in. Ron comes in along with like Party Pete and Mordecai. Everybody sits down for an awesome Christmas dinner. And we see like the Norman Rockwell painting of this whole big dining room, except in this sort of fun Pokemon style. Well, Luca, I guess it's time now to give you a present. It's a little early, but I think it's the right time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, th thanks, Pearl. What? Is this it? Yeah. <laughs> Great. He, he opens it up. And what's in there? Um, it's postcards so that he can write to Lewis. Oh. I figured you start to write just like me. Thanks, Pearl. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And Lewis, I'm showing you this now so that if the mailman tries to return it or says you're getting too many or if your uh, wingle can't handle it, those are the sizes and you need stamps. Lots and lots of stamps. Right, Dad? Yeah, no, so many stamps. <laughs> An obscene amount of stamps. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for that. I'm really excited to, to hear from you, bud. And he ruffles Luca's hair a little bit. Luca says, all right, well, here, if you gave me mine, uh, here's yours, too. She tears it. 
I, I haven't made something like this before, so... Presents! The small fire of the gyms in her eyes. As you open it up, you see a, a sort of crudely sewn together little purple blob of a plush. He says, I mean, I don't know where the one went, but you said you wanted a muck for Christmas, so I figured that was the best I could do. This is all I could ever ask for. Thank you, Luca. You're welcome. But I do have some other things I could ask for. But not right now, nothing I could ever ask for. (laughs) I love it. Oh, good. I'm glad. I haven't sewed before, so, you know, I was just kind of winging it. She puts it right on her shoulder like um, Captain Ron's. Um, (laughs) Like his chat hot. (laughs) And now she lifts up her glass of eggnog. Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And we fade to black. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We love you all. Bye. Bye. Oh, also, Danny left presents under the tree. Kevin! Hey, Daniel here from the Happy-Go-Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Poor. And Quest Company Jr.